Welcome to Words That Inspire with Dr. Janice Monroe's Modest, speaker, inspirational coach, and author of Refocus 21, a 21-day fasting journey. For today's broadcast, I am so excited to introduce to you Dr. Kalila Cole as she spoke at our 2020 No Limits Women's Conference. Here she is. And then when Janice asked me to speak, um, she said, you know, something about inner beauty. I said, well, that's wonderful because that's where my group is at right now. We're, we're looking at the, the ugly things that are within us that are not us, but the oppression of the enemy that's trying to make it seem like us. I said, that's perfect. I can do that. Inner beauty, I, I'm there. So I'm just going to tell you just a little background about me so that you can see um, I can give you kind of a definition of what inner beauty is and what outer beauty is. So I'm going to take you to my childhood. Um, when I was younger, I, I couldn't quite ever fit in. So I was born in New York, then we moved to California. And in California, I was a part of a little village. Everybody was like me. We all got along. There was no, uh, this one is to this or that one. It was, we were just kids. And then we moved to Nevada and everybody looked opposite of me. And so I was never light enough. I was always too dark. I was always too skinny. I was always too this. I was always too that. And then we moved to Detroit, Michigan, where everybody looked like me, but they didn't act like me because I had been trying to fit in with the other crowd, changing the way I spoke. And so I get to Detroit and here I am trying to fit in, but I can't fit in. So I said, God, God, make me look like what they would accept. Because apparently who I am, not enough. And so here I was this kind and compassionate little girl that wanted nothing but the best for everybody. But I wanted to change so that they could accept me and I could look like them. And so what I became was somebody who was pretty, or I should say, whose appearance was accepted and acceptable, but whose inside now was ugly. I started to treat people the way other people treated people so that I could be like the cruel, I was cruel. I was no longer I was whatever I needed to be in that And when you put on the mask, as Janice said, when you put that mask on, you begin to forget who you are. And so I said, God, I don't want this. But it didn't take me dealing back and forth, being somebody this way and being somebody that way tomorrow. What it took was everybody turning their back on me. For me to sit and reflect on what I had been doing, what I had become, and say, this is not who I am. And so as I sat there, and God began to minister to me and through fasting and prayer and abstinence of everything that was ugly, I began to see. And y'all, I'm not even going off my notes, but I'm going to turn the page. <laughs> I began to change. I no longer cared if I was good enough. If I was getting her thick, as in my culture they say she's thick, I didn't care if I was too dark or if they thought I was stupid. 
or if they thought I was high-minded. Whatever they thought didn't matter to me anymore. The only thing that began to matter to me is what I thought of myself and how God saw me. So things began to shift. See, there's a word of God that is a standard, but then there's a people standard. And then there's a standard that we believe that we should be, right? When you're a kid, you say, well, I want to be a doctor. I want to be this by this age, and I want to do this. And we walk in that shadow of what we place before ourselves, of what we think we should be. We walk in the shadow of what others think we should be. And God told me, he said, how long are you going to listen to the lies? How long are you going to believe the lies that you have to be a doctor in order to do what I'm asking you to do? That you have to have a husband in order to do what I'm asking you, you to do. That, that you have to be older in order to do what I ask you. That you have to be younger in order to do what I ask you to do. That you have to be this or that. God is saying, I made you exactly who I wanted you to be. I made you that. You are not like that one and that one's not like that one. I created you. I formed you. I shaped you into the person that I needed for that person over there. Only you can minister to her and not me. How long will you continue to believe the lie? What the devil wants to do is he wants to make us believe things about ourselves that is not true. And he wants to tell us that because you were angry at one point that you're not saved or that you're not loving, that you're not kind. But in Ecclesiastes 3, it says there's a time for everything. There's a time for love. There's a time for hate. There's a time to uproot. There's a time to plant. There's a time to tear. There's a time to heal. There's a time for everything. So you will not be, have the same emotion all the time. And the, what the world likes to say is women are just too emotional. You're just too emotional. And God is saying, I made you to be that way. It's a time for everything. So don't be stuck and paralyzed. Don't procrastinate. Don't sit and wallow in what you used to be or what they said you should be. Look at who you are. Walk in power. You walk in power by knowing who you are. You can't walk in somebody else's power. You can't walk in somebody else's shoes. There is a time. And there is a time for you. You wanted to have why are you beating yourself up? That was the next thing on my notes. God is amazing. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Do you know what he's saying in this scripture verse 15? Verse 15, do you know what he's saying? He made everything beautiful in its time. So I was a little kid wanting to be a certain way. And I went through this and I went through that. And I went, had I not gone through that, I wouldn't know what it means to be broken. I wouldn't know what it means to be who I am. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's a time. We don't know what that time is. 
He says the human heart cannot fathom it. Why do we do these things to ourselves? We set our mind on the things of the world. We set our minds and our hearts on, on the flesh and the things that gratify, as Cherie said earlier. We get so consumed with having the things that they present before us, those shiny things, just as Eve did in the garden. And I'm here to tell you, we got to turn our eyes away from those things, the focusing on the things of the flesh, focusing on the things of the spirit, so that we can have life. If you feel like you are dying, you are focusing on things that are dead. You are surrounding yourself with people who are dead. It is time to reposition ourselves. It's to walk empowered and you're walking in the wrong direction. If you go with the flow, you might go in the wrong direction. We cannot go with the flow. You have to sit and reflect on God's word and see what he is saying to you about what you're supposed to do with what he's giving you. Now the next thing. The next thing we like to do. If it's not focusing on the world, it's about doing things in front of men, but not doing things in our private time. Right? We want to pray these long prayers and we want to look a certain way and we want to, like the Pharisees did, they would wear this big old box around their neck. I mean, and it could have been a small box, but they have a big old box with scripture. And everybody knew what the box meant. But they would wear that box. And they would judge people and tell them they got to do this and that and that. And they weren't doing it. But these are the things we do to either focus on the world or to make the world seem like we're so much more than what we really are. And none of it will stand before God. None of it will stand. Do you think he's not watching you? He is everywhere. It is time for us to walk in truth, our truth, God's truth. We have to walk in our truth. We can't recreate it. We can't make it. We can't choose a standard. He has already given us that standard. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So much has been said on tonight. And one thing I know for sure is that we, we know, we know that Jesus came to save the lost, right? We know that he came to save the lost. We know he's coming back again. But he comes every day to save us. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit leads and guides us each and every single day. Because when I said that after they said all those things about me and then I began to see the truth, guess what the enemy loves to do? He likes to come back and use somebody to try to hurt you with the very thing that used to hurt you in your past. I don't think I'm this. I don't think he comes and say you're not. You're not tall enough. You're not this. And if you entertain it, you will begin to believe it, 
and just when you were getting ready to be on the brink of success, you stop. Because you were almost there. You had you learned who you were, you believed God's word, you affirmed yourself, and you were ready to go. But as soon as you were supposed to go and speak, here comes the enemy. And now you call the people, I can't make it. I can't do it. I got to do this. Because you allow the enemy talk you out of your destiny. Jesus comes to save us from those things. He's the word, right? Jesus is the word of God. So if we're in scripture, and it's not just something that's in our mind, but if it's something that's actually in our hearts, when the enemy comes to try to come against us with these weapons, throwing his darts, throwing his accusations, throwing all these things, the word on our heart should say, no, my daughter, you know that it's not true. You know I would say that about you. That's how you talk to me, okay? If, if it's on your heart, you're not going to listen to it. You're not going to entertain it. It's not about one time knowing who you are. It's about always knowing who you are and being confident in it. When we started our ministry four years, it began again for me because now I am a first lady. And for those of you who know, when you are pastor, people expect things out of you. And so if you don't look the part, if you don't set the part, if you don't act the part, they tend to not believe you are who God says you are. But let me tell you something. I don't care if I'm in here rags in my hair and not. I am who God says I am. surrounding yourself with these negative people that just want to tear you down. If you want prayer, get yourself up here. Don't leave here with that devil on your back, speaking in your ear, keeping you from being the best self you can be. Do you understand what I'm saying? Prayer changes things. Prayer changes things. You shall know who you are and nobody's going to change that for you. Amen. Let's pray. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Join us. Yeah. So we're gonna sing this song as you guys just um, focus.
focus in on who, not who you think you are, who God has called you to be. That mighty warrior woman.
We ask you Lord, to touch each and every person right now under the sound of my voice. Everything that the enemy has tried to stop them from being here tonight, Lord God, that they have prepared everything in the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, that we are overcomers. We are overcomers. We thank you, God. 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 We
Thank you. So we're going to continue on with tomorrow and read. This is in layers. So as we break through the layers of your lives, we have prayer for each of the layers. So we hope you can come tomorrow so that we can keep building upon what we started so that you can truly walk in power, not with any baggages. And tomorrow we'll be dealing with the things that you don't know about yet. And so we'll be digging deep and asking God to reveal to us what has kept us back in the past so that this can indeed be a defining moment. Not just a conference, it'll, it'll be heavy, but it'll be light when you leave. <laughs> so that's the key right there. So it starts off heavy, but it'll turn out light. Because you can't soar if you're heavy. You can't soar if you're heavy. And the only reason you haven't uh, gone as high as God wants you to is because you got too much stuff. And so we're going to be digging deep into those layers. And so tell somebody, hey, come on. If they can't afford a ticket, don't worry. Somebody's going to donate a ticket. So it's all right. Just tell them to come on so that they can be empowered with you. And so um, as we go out tonight, remember, this is just the beginning for what God has for you for this weekend. All right? So um, so be safe. Uh, we're going to have um, uh, other speakers tomorrow. And so you don't want to miss it because I'm not going to spill the beans. So you're going to have to come for you to find out more. And those of you who are online, you'll have everything set for you tomorrow. You won't miss anything. The cameras won't be going out. Everything will be crisp. And everything is going to be saved as well. So thank you all. Uh, those of you spending the night, great. There's breakfast served in the morning. And so you can have that. Um, those of you not, I'm just going to have breakfast bars for you and coffee and everything so that you won't miss anything. We start at... 10, so you want to be here early so you can relax and receive. So, this will be the best therapy we ever had. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so good night, everyone. Thank you. You're always a You're selling your shirts. Oh, yeah, we have some um, shirts and stuff uh, out front, but then um, we'll be more ready tomorrow to, to, to do everything. So, just look around and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Do what you want to do. We're moving out the way.
The other laptop sounded good, but this one had a ground out of Well, apparently, yeah. You see these these things? Yeah. These are going. I mean, I I can put other stuff on it to make it work. You know, filters like that, but but the other computer was very quiet. This was noisy. Yeah, I couldn't really hear it, you know, it's Yeah, well, I, and uh, over there, yeah. I, I had to try it all the time, it's just not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when they call the music. Yeah, yeah. 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 Thank you for joining us tonight for Words That Inspire. You have been listening to your inspirational coach, Dr. Janice Monroe's Modest, author of Refocus 21, a 21-day fasting journal. Join her weekly for inspiration to propel you into your God-ordained destiny. Need additional resources? Go to www.refocus21.com.